0: Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Inc. Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is about the origins of witchcrafts and witches themselves. Witches were perceived as evil beings by early Christians in Europe, inspiring the iconic Halloween figure. Images of witches have appeared in various forms throughout history, from evil wart-nosed women huddling over a cauldron of boiling liquid to hag-faced cackling beings... Riding through the sky on brooms, wearing pointy hats. In pop-up culture, the witch has <clears throat> been portrayed as a benevolent, nose-twitching suburban housewife. An awkward teenager learning to control her powers and a trio of charmed sisters battling the forces of evil. <clears throat> the real history of witches, however, is dark and often for the witches are deadly. The origins of witches, early witches, were people who practiced witchcraft using magic spells and calling upon spirits for help. Or to bring about change, most witches were thought to be pagans doing the devil's work. Many, however, were simply natural healers or so-called wise women, whose choice of profession was misunderstood. It's unclear exactly when witches came on the historical scene, But one of the earliest records of a witch is in the Bible, in the book of 1 Samuel. Thought be written between 931 B.C. and 721 B.C., it tells the story of when King Saul sought the witch of Endor to summon the dead prophet Samuel's spirit to help him defeat the Philistine army. The witch roused Samuel, who then prophesied, The death of Saul and his sons. The next day, according to the Bible, Saul's sons died in battle and Saul committed suicide. Other Old Testament verses condemn witches, such as the off-cited Exodus 22.18, which says, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Additional biblical passages caution against divination, chanting, or using witches to contact the dead. Witch hysteria really took hold in Europe during the mid-1400s, when many accused witches confessed, often under torture, to a variety of wicked behaviors. Within a century, witch hunts were common, and most of the accused were executed by burning at the stake or hanging. Single women widows and other women on the margins of society were specially targeted. Between the years 1500 and 1660, up to 80,000 suspected witches were put to death in Europe. Around 80% of them were women thought to be in cahoots with the devil. And filled with lust, Germany had the highest witchcraft execution rate, while Ireland had the lowest. The publication of Mollus, Mollificarium, written by two well-respected German Dominicans, in 1486, likely spurred witch mania to go viral. The book, usually translated as The Hammer of the Witches, was essentially a guide on how to identify, hunt, and interrogate witches. Mollus Maleficarium labeled witchcraft as heresy and quickly became the authority for Protestants and Catholics trying to flush out witches living among them For more than a hundred years. The book sold more copies of any other book in Europe except the Bible. Which sparked up the Salem Witch Trials. As witch hysteria decreased in Europe, it grew in the New World, which was healing reeling from wars between the French and British. A smallpox epidemic and the ongoing fear of attacks from neighboring Native American tribes, the tense atmosphere was ripe for finding scapegoats. Probably the best-known witch trials took place in Salem, Massachusetts in 1692. The Salem witch trials began when 9-year-old Elizabeth Parris and 11-year-old Abigail Williams began suffering from fits, body contortions, and uncontrolled screaming. Today, it is believed that they were poisoned by a fungus that caused spasms and delusions. As more young women began to exhibit symptoms, mass hysteria ensued. And three women were accused of witchcraft, Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and Tituba, An enslaved woman owned by Paris's father, Tituba confessed to being a witch and began accusing others of using black magic. On June 10th, Bridget Bishop became the first accused witch to be put to death during the Salem Witch Trials. When she was hanged at Salem Gallows, ultimately around... 150 people were accused and 18 were put to death. Women weren't the only victims of the Salem Witch Trials. Six men were also convicted and executed. Massachusetts wasn't the first of the 13 colonies to obsess about witches, though in Windsor, Connecticut in 1647, Alice Young was the first person in America executed for witchcraft before Connecticut's final witch trial took place in 1697. 46 people were accused of witchcraft in the state, and 11 were put to death for the crime. In Virginia, people were less frantic about witches. In fact, in Lower Norfolk County, in 1655, a law was passed making it a crime to falsely accuse anyone or someone of witchcraft. Still, witchcraft was a concern. About two dozen witch trials, mostly of women, took place in Virginia between 1626 and 1730. None of the accused were executed. Are witches real? One of the most famous witches in Virginia's history is Grace Sherwood, whose neighbors alleged she killed their pigs and hexed their cotton. Other accusations followed The Sherwood was brought to trial in 1706. The court decided to use a controversial water test to determine her guilt or innocence. Sherwood's arms and legs were bound and she was thrown into a body of water. It was thought that if she sank, she was innocent. If she floated, she was guilty. Sherwood didn't sink and was convinced of being a witch. She wasn't killed, but put in prison for eight years. A citrical article supposedly written by Benjamin Franklin about a witch trial in New Jersey was published in 1730 in the Pennsylvania Gazette. It brought to light the ridiculousness of some witchcraft accusations. It wasn't long before witch mania died down in New York in the New World, and laws were passed to help protect people from being wrongly accused of a witch and being convicted. Let's talk about the Book of Shadows for modern day witches of the Western world still struggle to shake their historical stereotype. Most practice Wicca and the official religion in the United States and Canada. Wiccans avoid evil... ...and appearance of evil at all costs. Their motto is to harm none, and they strive to live a peaceful, tolerant, and balanced life in tune with nature and humanity. Many modern-day witches still perform witchcraft, but there's seldom anything sinister about it. Their spells and incantations are often derived from their Book of Shadows, a 20th century collection of wisdom and witchcraft and can be compared to the act of prayer in other religions. A modern-day witchcraft potion is more likely to be a herbal remedy for the flu instead of a hex to harm someone. Today's witchcraft spells are usually used to stop someone from doing evil or harming themselves. Ironically, while it's probable some historical witches used witchcraft for evil purposes, Many may have embraced it for healing or protection against the immorality they were accused of. But witches, whether actual or accused, still face persecution and death. Several men and women suspected of using witchcraft have been beaten and killed in Papua New Guinea since 2010, including a young mother who was burned alive, similar episodes of violence against people accused of being witches have occurred in Africa, South America, and the Middle East, and in immigrant communities in Europe, and in the United States. So, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode about the beginnings of witchcraft up to modern days. I hope you guys enjoyed it, understood it, I tried to go in-depth with it to try to get as much as I could so you guys could have, like, a better understanding of it. Um, Today's witches or witchcraft, people that believe in witchcraft or Wicca, I I believe they're good. I don't judge anybody for anything. So people can be who they want to be. I'm always open-minded about that. Um, So you can go to paranormalinkohio.com. They're going to take you to the main page there you can see some old ghost hunts and ghost stories you can check out our crystals and all their powers you can also get check out our sage bundles for everything cleansing and bracelets necklaces and pins for the crystals from there you can go to Paranormal Ink Ohio group that is our group page on Facebook there we talk about everything paranormal and you also give me ideas for different shows you want to hear about I look it up I do the research and, make, and create the show and I usually give you guys shout outs with that and, of course, you can check out Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast on all podcast venues. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night are the podcasts. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. I go live on Facebook. Friday nights I go live for Fear Friday at 10 p.m. There we go for a in-depth discussion about all things paranormal, whether it be demonic, angelic, anything paranormal that you guys want to talk about. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. Thank you guys all so very much for coming and listening to it. I hope you guys have a great night. And a great rest of your week. Thanks, guys.